TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness to our lives. And today, we're without Damien. Damien just landed here in Sydney, uh, and obviously he's not anywhere close to being uh, anywhere to actually have a podcast uh, <laughs> material or equipment. And here we are. Just uh, I just got stuck on my, my Mac here and I had to restart. And the Skype Max. just yeah, – Yeah, wait a second here. This Microsoft <laughs> Skype thing wouldn't load on this Mac. There it is. And it was like, what is going on? I had to force quit twice. And, man, this is just driving me absolutely insane. And what I was thinking about was uh, it's great to have – while I was you know, waiting for this to kind of start up again, I was waiting for – I was thinking about uh, – it's been actually great uh, the, the past, I don't know, I would say about six or eight weeks that we've had one interview – show and then the next we actually have us talking and then one interview show and then us talking so kind of going back to that little original format that we actually had started starting the wellness guy show going back like four or five years ago so i just want i would love to put it to the listeners to kind of say hey if you i don't know if we actually like it or not like we'll have to we're happy to (laughs) kind of talk about you know um a lot of different things but i'd love to just put it out there for the listeners to kind of comment on our Facebook page or just send us emails or messages just to say, do you like us chatting or do you actually prefer us not to chat amongst ourselves? And, yeah, and are, actually you, have- are you of us? Do you want us to just stop talking so much, quiet Damien down a little bit and have a few guests to come on and talk? Or do you like us bantering and paying each other out? That's what you want to know. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing too as well because <laughs> the show that I'm not on, like, man, I listen to it and it's, you know, the amount of, <laughs> the amount of crap that it is put on me um, is ridiculous and I can't even defend myself, which is uh, awesome. So now I'm glad Damien's on here so we can actually pour the crap on him. Uh, so <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. I'm kind of excited now. Um, but you know, it, today's and today's, today's podcast, we're honestly, guys, as listeners, we, Brett and I, like, I had to go. Like, I, there's actually, I mean, I have 20 minutes before my next call. Uh, we'll probably have to extend it by five minutes, but we were struggling. And I think this is the challenge, though, isn't it? Like, after five and a half years now, of recording yeah. the wellness guy show we're kind of running out of topics to talk about that people haven't heard now yeah. surely enough some some people might be listening they go this is our their first first time they ever listened to the wellness guy show and there's all brand yeah. new listeners all the time but we forget that right we forget like oh but you know we talked about you know whatever like say you know yeah, three right. years yeah, we ago. Spoke about that four and a half years ago everyone's heard that yeah exactly. you know we know that everyone listens to every single episode we've ever produced and they remember <laughs> they remember all 27 275 episodes yeah. we've ever done right? and everything we said <laughs> it's so strange and we're just like debating here for like 10 minutes trying to figure out a topic and it's such a it's just a weird thing for us to kind of go through because you know I don't know, like uh, we just almost think that there's probably no topic that's left unturned without having an expert anyways. Um, yeah. I mean, there's tons yeah. of things we think we can you might about. be bored of us. We yeah, so we just want to, we just need, it all before. we need reassurance. <laughs> we need reassurance. But it kind of got me thinking about the topic for today. And the reason why we want to, I want, I started that is because we oftentimes, I think, um, and a lot of people, I've, I've, for me anyways, I've come across a lot of people who are um, in their careers or in their life. And so this is from, you know, various professions that they've kind of gone through this phase of, or going through this phase. Maybe it's my age. I don't know what it is, but I'm talking to a lot of people where they've done a particular career path or they've done a certain thing and they are in a position where 
they they're kind of bored. Like that's pretty much the truth. They're kind of bored, or they just realize that that what they're doing right now is really not fulfilling for them. Is not what they are. They don't feel like that's what they're meant to do. Now, I wonder if that's due to the fact that we are number one exposed to a lot more choices than before because of social media. We're more connected to what other people can be doing, and then we're sort of like, "Oh, I like what they're doing." Or is it more because we have you know a more abundance of choice now? Because of technology and the exposure to all those variety of choices, I don't know what it is, but I know I felt this way for a long time. I don't know about you. What do you think, Brett? Well, I was thinking about that, and I think you know what I'm. I'm almost the opposite of that, I reckon, Lawrence. But but I think I still have the same sort of dilemma. So, you know, in That's my because life, because you're just coming moment, out of a cave, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming out of the cave, and there's so much going on. So in my life at the moment, you know, I'm running a chiropractic practice. I do a podcast. I do two podcast shows. I, you know, I'm the co-founder of a podcast network. Um, I've got a book that's getting published that I'm speaking to Primal Blueprint Publishing about, which is very exciting. I've got another book proposal I just put into Hay House. I'm in the middle of writing a e-course on barefoot running. I'm, you know, doing newsletters, writing articles. You're like, I've got so many different things. I'm like the opposite of the board person, Lawrence. I think I'm like the person who's kind of trying to do everything and thinking. Gee whiz, maybe I should just focus on one of these and do it really well and, and be a bit bored for a while. Maybe that'd be a good idea. <laughs> um, and and at the same time, then you know, people say to me, "What's your niche?" And I go, "Oh well, my niche is barefoot running and helping kids eat healthy and the paleo diet and functional fitness and like like I've got about eight different niches going at once." And so I think I'm the opposite of what you're talking about, Lawrence. But I think mm. I've got the same dilemma, which is, what do I do next? Like, what should be my focus going forwards for you know for next year or even for the next three? months, you know, my 90-day sprint, as Lawrence likes to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that, Lawrence, being a bit more organized and diligent for my 90 days and getting the best out of my 90 days. So, you know, I have to sit down and think, well, what are the, you know, two or three most important things I need to do in this next little block um, so that I'm not trying to do a little bit of 30 different things at once? You know, the challenge um, that the 90-day sprint, um, you know, puts out for people is that it's hard to sprint on it's hard, it's hard to sprint when you don't know where you're going, right? And so unless you actually have some sort of clarity of what direction you're going, you north, south, east, west, um, you can't sprint. Otherwise, you'd just be sort of you know going nowhere. And so we end up stopping. And why does it apply back to wellness? I mean, this is the Wellness Guy Show. It's because, you know, this is the the – it's not necessarily a health issue per se, but it's actually a mental, personal issue where people are struggling them mentally and emotionally that causes them to be stuck and actually causes them, cause them, I think cause people to be sometimes sick, you know, because they don't, they're, they're almost immobile. Yeah. And when you're actually doing a job that you don't know you like, say, for example, or you are doing too much and spreading yourself too thin, it actually causes you to be in a very, very bad position. And that's what we're going to talk, well, that's what we want to talk about because we're heading to the end of the year, you know, 2000, end of 2016 now. We're moving into 2017. And this is a typical time of year when people get really self reflective because you start to realize, how fast this year went as if the other, you know, 20, 34 Another years, yeah, yeah, it didn't go fast at all. But like, it seems like it's getting faster and faster. And so, you know, you know, you and I will be having the same conversation in November, December, 2017 and 18 and 19 and 2020 and so on and so forth. And so it's about figuring out like, is the life, is life more about, you know, continually running through this hamster wheel or is it about, can we create something new, different and creating different experiences for ourselves? So that we 
you know, live an experiential life. And the question I think that you, you know, you're having where you're doing multiple things is about trying to figure out who you are, period. Like who is Brett Hill? Who is Lawrence Tam? Who is, you know, whoever the listener is, is right now listening to the show is what do we want to be about? And I think it's okay to do eight, 10, 20 different things. However, what are those eight things that you're doing? What do they mean to you as a person? Does that make sense? Because yeah. They're, yeah. they're eight different things. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, there's so many different parts of me. However, what do they all represent? Because you wouldn't be doing them. Just You're not doing them just because, you know, you just happen to stumble upon them. You're doing them because it represents something to you. And I remember listening to a friend, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, mentor, Matt Church, and he says that, think of like Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci, right? Like, what if da Vinci had a website right now? You know, what would it be? Would it be like the niche <laughs> of an inventor or would it be a niche of an artist or, you know, uh, in, in, you know, and as, uh, as a writer, like what would his niche be? And I think this is sort of the dilemma that we're facing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, that's been sort of part of the journey I've been on probably over the last sort of six months is figuring out like, what is the common thread amongst all of those different things that I like doing and, and, and all those different things that I'm so passionate about. And so realizing that it does, it, it comes back to me to be uh, curiosity and philosophy, you know, that those are the things, you know, I'm curious about everything. And, and I have a very particular philosophy about life, which is really based on my chiropractic philosophy, which is the understanding that, you know, nature needs no help, just no interference. And and everything I do is based around really that core philosophy. And so whether that's helping people exercise, whether that's talking to people about their diet or how to get their kids to eat healthy or talking about mental and emotional stress or, you know, all of those different things I'm doing and, and whichever medium I'm doing that in, whether that's podcasts or books or websites or, you know, whatever that happens to be, that, that really comes down to that core essence of, of what I do and why I do it. And I think you're right, Lawrence, you know, once you can – sort of clarify what that is, what that core purpose is that you want to do, then it makes it really easy to get clear on the things that you're doing and, and whether they fit in with that core purpose, you know, whether they're helping you achieve your life goals or whether they're distracting you from, you know, achieving the ultimate life goals that you want to achieve. And the sort of the clearer you get on who you are and where you want to go and what you want to do in life, then the easier it is to make those decisions about what you want to do, when you want to do it. And and as you said before, you know, it's not just about making those decisions. It's about how that clarity and making those decisions affects the whole rest of your life. Because when you when you are stuck, when you are struggling to to make those decisions, when you're feeling either, you know, as you said, stuck and bored or overwhelmed and, you know, burnt out, then it affects the whole rest of your life because then it affects the energy you've got left over at the end of all that to do things like exercise and cooking healthy food. And, you know, it affects your, you know, you always talk about decision fatigue, Lawrence. You know, many people are so decision fatigued from trying to figure out all this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis and, and overthinking all this stuff that's going on on a day-to-day -day basis. So, when it comes to trying to figure out what they're going to eat or how they're going to exercise or, you know, what they're going to do in the rest of their life and with their health and wellness journey, often they're just so exhausted and, and so burnt out from that that there's sort of nothing left to look after themselves at the end of the day. It's, you know, that's the, so true. I'm, I'm actually suffering from decision fatigue this week. <laughs> you know, I got I so many choices. And, and I think that's the problem is that we do have so many options now. Um, you, you know, used to be in the past when, you know, when I was growing up anyways, um, is that, you know, you go to school, you, you know, finish high school, you go to university and then you just do that thing and you go to that company and you work for, you know, yeah. 10, 15 years of your life there. And then maybe you, you know, upgrade to another company and you change companies, maybe 
you know, two or three times. You know, that was the that was the intention when I was going through high school. I still remember that, right? It's like that was what's happening. Yeah. But in today's age, like people are changing companies within a year or two years, if they even last that long, yeah. right? And it's hard because um, you have a lot more choice now. You have a lot more options. You're way more connected to uh, everyone in the world. So which means that you can, if you don't like something, you literally just move. Um, which then the, the unfortunate part around that though, is that you never stick around to master anything. That that's the 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 flip side of that, right? You don't stick around into any mm. particular job or an, a skill set to really master. And we all know, like, it takes a long time to master a particular skill. When you're jumping from jumping from one thing to another, unless you're jumping from one you know aspect of one skill set that's actually going to develop that one core skill set, we're going to end up having possibly. I'm mean, just just my opinion. Possibly having people doing. Uh, having no real skills or no mastery of any particular skills, unless you're actually specific enough to hone in those skills. But I liked what you said about your guiding principles and your philosophy and what dictates that. And it reminds me of, I um, I think I must've listened to this a podcast or a book that I was listening to. It was talking about um, the five core principles. And I, I developed this thing called your core nine. So it's similar concept. So hear me out. I actually was coaching a, a, one of my clients the other day, um, yesterday actually. And, and she was asking about, um, you know, I want to develop my mission statement. And, um, you know, for me, like I get the mission statement thing. Um, I get why you possibly want a mission statement, but that bores me to tears for me personally. I'm not, so, you know, don't know anybody too, not just because I said that, but I, I, for me, like a mission statement is just a fluffed up statement right? That makes you sound good or makes you think you, and you spend hours on this thing. Um, and it means nothing for most people, like some people it does. And, but for some, most people who actually create this mission statement, because they've been told to do a mission statement, doesn't really, it resonates to them when they created it, but they don't follow, it doesn't, it, they don't create the business or their life based on that mission statement. Does that make sense? And so I suggest, my suggestion was like, what if you didn't have a mission statement? And what if you had like five core words that describe who you are or what your company stood for and utilizing those core words to resemble everything you do. And then you spent your whole entire maybe life or your business life or your business to focus on creating those five things for your customers or your clients or for yourself. So for example, like, you know, um, I mean, if you look at, you know, you, I, you hear me talk about the W hotel all the time, right? So the W hotel in Bali specifically, right? I've never heard you talk about it, Lawrence. So oh, okay, great. <laughs> this will be your first time for you. Yeah, the W Hotel. But like, I mean, like if you look at someone like a W Hotel, like you, it, it's core values. And I don't know what they are, but I know one of them would be, you know, luxury, right? It's, it is a luxurious hotel. However, it's not just a typical old luxury. It's, it's funky luxury. Like it's, so it's like luxury would be one word, but it's funky. It's got um, vibe. Music is very, very important for, for them fashion for the w brand is massively important for them um so and hip is would be another word that could describe that particular brand which is completely different to say a four seasons hotel right which is still luxury but they are a different type of luxury brand now um rolling stones would have that um, type of brand that's different than all the other bands that are out there right and so every single one of us has these type of personal brands which then becomes your guiding philosophy. So, I mean, let's talk about one of the, you know, I, I developed a core nine. The core nine for me was more like, these are the nine principles or personal principles that I want to live by because that's how I see myself in 2016, right? So if one of them is the same as yours, is actually just being curious, 
like having that curiosity is going to dictate about you know the choices I make. You know whether I you know become a, a you know the podcast show that I'm going to do it on, or the things I read, or you know challenging myself to discover a whole t- entire experience that I've never had. Experience is another word that I want uh, that I embody. Is that I want to try out new experiences. We're just talking about tossing up different ideas for the show today, and we're talking about like, do you rather have a gift or you want to have an experience? Like to mm-hmm. me now, I, as I'm getting older, I'm actually wanting more experiences in my life. Um, to experience, you know, the travels, and that's why I travel so much because I want to experience that city, that country, the 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 the, the culture of that thing. Um, for me, another word is in, uh, impact. Like massively, I want to make an impact on people's lives. That drives me to the core. Which then, if you look at everything I do, like from you know from being a chiropractor to being on the on the Wellness Couch Network and creating, you know, co-founding it with you guys, and also you know the Wellness Guys Show and Inside the Champion's Mind, and then also you know the coaching and the mentorship. All of that is all about impact, and the word is pretty much mm. goes across on all those channels, and that's the key thing is to have a guiding philosophy. Rather than having to know, like this is the key, having to know exactly what you want to do, like defining it like yeah. a career, like a quote unquote career, like I'm going to be a, you know, chiropractor, I'm going to be a, you know, whatever, a hairdresser, like it, it almost puts you in a, uh, in a hole, like in a position, like a, um, a, like a peg in a hole, whatever you want to call it. I almost see like, um, I, you know, I talked to a lot of chiropractors and I say to them, you go, stop defining yourself maybe as a chiropractor. And just say that I'm like, for me, it's a, I'm Lawrence Tam who happens to be a chiropractor, not mm. a chiropractor. And I'm named Lawrence. Like it's just chiropractor is just one of the things I do. I'm, but it, if I became an accountant, I would probably put the same amount of energy and same amount of life into that particular field. If that was the direction I actually end up going in. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the key with it, isn't it? Like whether it is a mission statement, I know you don't like mission statements, Lawrence. We spoke about that when we had our wellness couch meeting. We came up with a bit of a statement. Lawrence was like rolling his eyes back into his head. It was hilarious. Did I wake up from it? (laughs) It's the same thing as what you're doing with the words, right? Like whether you have a statement or whether you just have words, Words you're doing the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> Words are simple, Lawrence. I know you're a simple man. and uh, But what it does hey, is- We're supposed to be it, taking a piss at Damien, not me here. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the key, the, the most important thing, and, and what you said was the key is you need to use it, right? So so people who are kind of forced to make a mission statement and they, they roll their eyes like Lawrence did and they write out a mission statement and maybe if they're lucky, they stick it up on the wall somewhere. Most of the time, they stick it in a folder somewhere and put it on the shelf and forget all about it. Then, then it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't help you in any way, shape, or form. So the key is, if you have an overriding philosophy, if you have a mission statement, if you have your core nine words, whatever they are for you, you you need to have that somewhere, or you know, either memorized in your head or written out and printed somewhere where you see it all the time, so that. Every day you're reminded of what your mission is so that when you do get up in the morning and you go to put your to-do list together for the day, you can compare it and say, well, is this stuff helping me get to where I want to be? Is this helping me be the best version of myself or is it stuff that's going off on a different tangent that maybe I need to reconsider whether that's the best use of my time right now, whether that's in fact something I really want to do at all or whether I'm just doing that for other people. You know, As Damien would say, you're being shooted on by other people. You know, The other people are forcing you to do stuff. Or, or at least you know you're doing it. You're choosing to do it because of them. 
then then maybe you're getting a bit off track. So I, I think the key is you have to use it, Lawrence. You know, there's no point having these guiding principles, whatever you want to call them, if you're not using it on a regular basis and referring back to it when you're making decisions about what you do in your life and indeed in your health as well. Yeah, it, this is so true. And this is um, this will actually help the decision-free It's that second part, right? One is come up with the words of the mission statement or any guiding principle that, that's going to guide you. The number two, which thanks for iterating that, is, is, is really about choosing your life and making your decisions based on the statements that you've chosen for yourself, right? And the yeah. problem is that most of us haven't even thought what, what those words or the mission statement is for us, right? That's the key. Most people don't even, haven't even thought that far because we're, we're so focused on like who we're going to be, what are we going to do, all that stuff. But what we need to be very clear on is like, what kind of life do you want to live? And this goes really well with health, right? Because this will help you make decisions on health. Right? Do you want to be vibrant? Do you want to be fit? You want to live a long, not not a long life, like you know what those guys talk about the one hundred. I'm talking about a healthy long life. I don't want to be living in the 95 years old and not can't I'm not able to move. Right? I don't want to be in a hospital. I want to be 95 and still vibrant and still possibly doing CrossFit. <laughs> So, like you know, yeah. you know, I still want to be moving, and experiencing life at ninety-five or hundred or hundred and twenty years old, not to be and and live a vibrant life. And that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about is about having being very clear on what defines you and 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 what health. Like, why do you want to be healthy? Like, that's the key question. Like, yeah. why do you want to be healthy? Why are we even? Why even listening to this show from a wellness perspective? Like, are you just trying to get ideas for ideas' sake and strategies for our strategy's sake? Just because. Um, someone says that, you know, you should go paleo or you should go vegetarian or whatever. Are you just doing that? Or is there a reason behind it? Because this is the guiding principle that will help you make those decisions. Because I can, I mean, we've been in this uh, for a long time now, but from the wellness guys perspective, we've been in here for five and a half years and we've interviewed the best of the best, right? We, we had so many variety of people we've interviewed that have actually conflicting um, thoughts and beliefs. Would you not agree with that? Yeah. And so the problem is yeah, that, absolutely. you know, I don't agree with everything they say. You don't agree with everything they say. And now this is Damien. The key is to go, you know, not one one person's view doesn't work for everybody, but you're going to only need, you can only decide that based on your own personal belief first. Having this personal belief, having this personal core nine, having this core five, or, you know, whatever, how many words you want to use, but having that definition will now help you decide what you're going to take away from an interview. Or, uh, you know, from a strategy point of view, and then will I apply it or how much I'm going to apply it to? Because I can guarantee that everybody can have an argument of why this particular lifestyle is better than another. And the other person will come back and say the same thing. But it's not about who's right or wrong. It's how does it fit into your life and what your outcomes are for your entire life? Like, what do you want to get out of life as a whole? Because I know time is, you know, time, unfortunately... Um, it's going to catch up to all of us. We will all die at some point. So what kind of legacy do you want to live? What kind of life do you want to live? And you might as well just make those decisions now and, and not just wait for these years to kind of go by each and every single year. Yeah. So here's the take home I reckon for that, Lawrence, is that, you know what? Listening to the wellness guys won't make you happier and healthier. All right. Listening to the wellness guys and trying to become Lawrence Ham or trying to become Damien Christophe probably won't make you happier and healthier. Yeah. What will make look at, you look at Damien, he tries to be like me all the time and he's not happy. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs>
Right? So what will make you healthier is listening to the wellness guys with an understanding of you and what makes you tick and who you want to be and then finding the little snippets from each of the wellness guys and from each of the guests on the wellness guys that fit into you and what you want to do and what makes you happy and what makes you thrive and healthy. So, But to do that, you have to have a clear idea <clears throat> of who you are and what you want to do, of what makes you tick, of what your core guiding principles are because then that's going to allow you to not only take the bits from each of the wellness guys and from each of the guests on the wellness guys that fit into your model, but it's going to allow you to actually take action on those and to figure out which ones are worth you putting the time and effort into. They're going to help you get what you want out of life. Absolutely. And that is not just for us. Like it goes for all the shows that you might well listen to on the wellness couch, right? Yeah. You know, at that paleo or paleo, whatever, how you pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> show, you know, I think you, I say it wrong. Yeah. I don't know, man. I thought it was paleo, but you say paleo. Um, tomato, tomatoes. Um, I thought it was my uh, Canadian accent here. But I mean, is yeah, it, paleo, you know, wrong. there's okay. 20 different shows on the wellness couch and there's 20 varieties. And why do we create so many um, different types of shows? It's because, well, we're, we don't think that we're the only person you should be listening to. We think that there's a whole bunch of people that are way smarter than us sometimes and that they have a lot to offer that might connect you, with you better. And that's why we're offering this whole you know plethora of shows is because there are so many smart people out there. And the world right now with the technology that we actually have is able to connect you, the listeners, to a variety of different topics and a variety of different listeners. And you get to choose. That's the beautiful part about it. You get to choose. Where before we, you know, in mainstream television, for example, or radio, you only get to listen to that particular show or listen to that show or listen to this particular radio show. But now you have so many choices. And I want to say thank you for listening to The Wellness Guys, for especially those people who have been listening for five and a half years, every single episode. It's great that you've chosen us and still stick with us. But the thing is, you there's so much shows to you know that you can listen to, but you chose this one to listen to. So I, I think, but that has to come down to the filtering of your core philosophies and your core principles and then applying it back to your life. Now this, and and let's talk a little I bit about I thought you were about to tell them to go listen to something else then, Lawrence. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Still keep on listening. It sounded like you were about to head to, you know, it's great you've been listening to us for a while, but now it's time to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, because the show is done. Five and a half years, we're, we're cutting it out. No, it's just joking. Um, the, the, the thing is, is, I think the important thing is is about our kids, you know, um, because we think, and maybe I'm, Maybe on a touchy subject here. We've got five minutes left to go here. But I'm thinking about our kids. And rather than sort of imposing like our value system on them is about how to maybe observe what values them, what, what values they actually hold true and help yeah. them refine it and define it over their lifetime. Um, typically, the, par- uh, the kids are going to be very close to the parents just because that's the only environment um, that they have known, right? I know I can see my kids now. Like I can see where Kaya is very much like Karen and her value systems, and even the decisions that she makes. Uh, and you know, some of the decisions that they make based on my value system. However, I think like, I hope as they grow up is that they, we get to fine tune it and really see the skills and the genius that, that the, the personality that comes within them, what they really want and help them guide it towards them rather than trying to impose my value system on them or what I expect of them to do or, you know, make choices based on my vision rather than theirs. Yeah. And, you know, Lawrence, that's what Nourish Without Nagging is all about. Like, I know that's about how to get your kids to eat healthy, but really it's the same principles you can apply to every other aspect of their life is figuring out what they want. You know, what do they want to do? Who do they want to be? What motivates and drives them? 
Because if you can tap them into that, then it's going to allow them to make so much better choices in every aspect of their life for the rest of their life. And and that's really what it's all about. And and it's been fascinating, Lawrence, is people who've read that book, adults who've read that book, who've realized that actually the principles in that book apply to them, apply to their partner, apply to their father. Yep. You know, like people are realizing they can actually use the same principles that I recommend in Nourish Without Nagging to get kids to eat healthy, to actually get anyone in their life motivated to do whatever it is that they want to be motivated to do so it is it's about tapping into what makes that person tick and figuring out why they can be you know why they want to do it why do they want to and what do they want out of their life and who do they want to be um you know it's fascinating i've, I've actually been um toying with coming back in doing some wellness coaching lines which i haven't done for ages and i've just written a, a bio and put it on my website for people to be able to, to, to come and see me and do that. And that's really what it's all about. It's just helping people tap back into why they do what they do um, so that they can achieve whatever it is they want to achieve in their life, but on their own terms, you know, not not living, trying to be Lawrence Tam, not trying to be someone else, not trying to, you know, use a cookie cutter method of someone else who had success, but figure out who they are, what they want to do and what's going to make them happy, um, which I think ultimately is the only way to have sustainable happiness and Health. Well, exactly right, and especially with you know when you mentioned about not just kids but also your friends, you know your parents, for example, when you try to influence on what they eat. Like I've given a long time ago now to impose. Like I want them to eat my kids to eat healthy, but I know that they don't eat one hundred percent healthy. That's like I mean, trying to do that is almost impossible. And no, no, not I'm sure it's possible. But then I don't want them to grow up resenting healthy food because they were forced to eat healthy food only uh, when, when, you know, when they were young. And I'm cautious of that. And I'm still figuring it out just like everybody else. And I think it's really important that goes, same goes true for your parents when you're trying to tell your parents how to eat and goes, same goes true for your friends. Sure. There's a point when you go, you know, they need help and you need to like, you know, create that. But most of the time, People will only want to listen to only if they actually want to listen. And you need to kind of find strategies to actually help them listen. And I think that's the, the, the key thing. And I'll, I'll leave with this one quote uh, from Oscar Wilde. I'm, I might butcher it, but it's something to do with uh, you might as well be you because everybody else is taken. And that goes with what you just said, Brett. So, uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, show that came out of nothing <laughs> in the sense of, <laughs> of not knowing what to do. But I think it turned out fantastic. And I think this is sort of the core thing of leading up to um, you know, the end of the year to have a really thought process of what deciding you know, what is your core principles? What are your guiding principles that for your life to make better, healthy decisions for the next year and for the rest of your life? Um, I know Damien's not here, but I'm sure on behalf of Damien, Brett, and myself, we would love that for you because that, that's going to help you change for the better and continue listening to The Wellness Guys. Hey, and Lawrence, if people head to our Facebook page, the Wellness Guys Facebook page, they can see there. First thing they'll see is the the new logo we're toying with for the Wellness Guys. So they can vote on you know which one they like the best, and there might even be another vote coming up soon. But if they scroll down just a little bit, they'll find there was a question we posted up there asking people what questions they wanted answered on the Wellness Guys, what topics they wanted covered, um, you know whether they like the uh, you know the us chatting or us interviewing people. So. Go to that thread and post on there and tell us what you want to hear from the wellness guys because it's going to make our decision fatigue a little bit easier too. Hey, we're getting to a big number on the uh, likes on our Facebook page. I think uh, you know to the five-digit number. So if you're if you're there and uh, you have if you're listening to this and you never liked our show, uh, like the Facebook page, love for you to do that. I think we're literally like five away. (laughs) 
Uh, so please do that. And, and tag a friend so that they can like our page so we can get to 10,000. We really want it. <laughs> Damien is just obsessed. He's like checking it every two minutes. He, he, he's going to create just... five different Facebook profiles just to like it so he can get over 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, so like us on Facebook, obviously, just to get us over and share this podcast with your friends, families, and other strangers you think need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Actually, that's pretty important. Why you subscribe there um, and also comment it. That would be really help us, um, you know, get uh, the show um you know we're actually still in the top after five and a half years uh you know near the you know, health and fitness whole episode reading out your comments Lawrence sure. loved that one yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be questions not comments anyways uh until next week begin creating wellness in your lives lead by example let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts. Damo, do you want the first and only certified organic bone broth in Australia? Do you want a broth with no hidden thickeners, yeast, extract, salt, or flavor enhancers? MP, I want a broth made by hand from start to finish with nothing but love and positive vibes. Well, that's why you're left with only one broth, Damo, and that is Broth of Life. Ho, ho, ho. Choose from dehydrated bone broth in chicken, beef, and lamb. You'll also find FODMAP-friendly stock. That's FODMAP-friendly stock, veggie stock, and chicken salt, all available at brothoflife.com.au. And a special for Wellness Couch listeners. Enter the code WellnessCouch2016 at the checkout before November 30 for 10% off your order. So awesome. The code again is wellnesscouch2016, only at brothoflife.com.au.